Hello and welcome to The Way Things Used to Be. I'm your host, Don Williams. Do you remember when cable TV came to town? In my neighborhood, only a few people had it, and boy, it was a great treat to go to someone else's house and watch it. When I come back, I'll talk about when cable TV came to my house, and I'll share a portion of a conversation I had with my friend Steve Wright. I'll be right back. I think my family was one of the last holdouts in the neighborhood when it came to having cable TV. When we were finally hooked up, it was a real game changer in how we watched television programs. There was no more fussing with the antenna on the roof or any annoying antenna rotor. We went from three or four local channels to over 30 channels that were from all over the country and they were crystal clear. The equipment was bulky and the remote control was hooked up with a long wire, but at the time it was cutting edge technology. You just put the TV on channel 3 and let the cable box remote do the rest. Where I lived in Lansing, Michigan, we could get stations like WKBD TV 50 in Detroit and WOTV Channel 8 in Grand Rapids, as well as stations like WTBS from Atlanta and the all-new cable news network now known as CNN. There were also premium channels like HBO and Cineview, which later changed to Cinemax, but these channels came at a premium price. 5 to $10 extra per month on top of the regular monthly payment of 15 to 18 bucks just to have cable. Such a small amount compared to the staggering prices people pay out to the cable companies now. And sadly, there are too many channels to choose from and still we can't find anything to watch. As an adult, I never bought into cable myself. I had a satellite dish which was almost as pricey as cable. I eventually turned it into a bird bath and went back to the basics of an antenna. With the way antennas are made today and digital tuners and TV sets, you get almost as many channels as those early days of cable back in the 1970s. I had a great laugh with my friend Steve Wright as we talked about those early days of cable coming into our homes. Here's a portion of that conversation. I had the box from Cablevision that had the little arrows, the, the little plastic switch, so you would yeah, go up and slide down it up and down, kind of like an old phone directory. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. And you'd have, to, yeah. you'd have to point the arrow to the channel you, it would rest on. So there's, there, I had videotape of me recording channels as I'm flipping through it, and it looks like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I had, all of a sudden, the video... Because I could go between like 30 different channels at one point, and, but, but I was... I was going through, I knew when things were airing, so I would go back and forth. Instead of flipping it on a remote, my, my VCR was recording uh, all the channel that, flips. All the channel, channel flips. It was weird. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, I had one like that. And then we later, we upgraded to one. It looked like a calculator. It had like the red LEDs in the top, and then it had press buttons. You had to press the buttons really hard to, to input the channels. But it was hooked up with a phone cord to the cable box. You still had a cord on it. Uh-huh. So. I, I, I don't remember how things were hooked up that way. I just remember that little cable box getting that upgrade because I remember when cable was being laid underground in, in my area. And it was during this, it was the first summer we moved to Lansing. It was in summer of 78. This is before I even met you that I remember we had cable for the first time. Every This is still before MTV. Every year after that went in, you saw upgrades. You know, even back then, you had HBO and Cinemax as a cable channel, as a premium service. Uh-huh. You could still get that. You could order that as a premium. And then um, every year after that, cable expanded. They'd add five channels or, yeah. you know, yep. and, and it got bigger and bigger until your your cable box would change into something else. Right. And then your um, your, your cable bill would go up and up and up. You remember yeah. what your, do you have any idea what the cable bill used to be? No, but I rem- uh, I would say it was in the low teens. 
started probably starting off. Yeah. You know, I, I think HBO was probably a $10 or f- 5 or $10 premium cost added on. Yeah, yeah, I kind of remember that. And then uh, I also remember when you wanted something like HBO or Cinemax or – it was Cineview at the time. It wasn't Cinemax. It was Cineview. I remember that. Cineview. Somebody – Somebody from the cable company would actually come out and climb yeah. the climb the pole and get to the top of the pole, and they would have to switch something that uh, yeah, that went a- from the line to your house. They would put a filter on it that would uh, that would allow allow you to unscramble that that particular channel going to your house. Because I if remember, I re- um, yeah, if if I had it, was, a t- it wasn't a utility box. You they would actually go up the uh, they go up to the top pole. of the pole and do it. And I'll tell you why in a second yeah. here. How I know that the particular channel that HBO would be on. The picture would be all scrambled, but you could still hear the sound. Don't forget, yeah, the, the, the days of the scrambled uh, a, a, a channel right next to the one you were watching. You'd see a ghost image. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you could you could actually watch something for free if it stayed in if it stayed clear enough for a little while. <laughs> uh, yep. Cable ghosting channel. It was. It was. Yeah. I, exactly. That's exactly what I was looking for. For that. That's exactly what it was. But if you did, no. if you didn't have a premium service, that's what you'd see. You'd go to that channel yep. that. You'd be paying so, for it, but you see a ghost image of it. And so the cable guy would go up to the top of the top, top yeah. of the pole, and he would insert some sort of a filter on the line that goes to your house, so that you could get that signal. Right, right. Or, or he would remove a filter that would make that signal clear to go to your house. What, what, however it worked, I wasn't quite sure. But and I'll tell you why. I um, they go to the top of the pole because you remember Rick. Yeah, his stepdad climbed a pole in their neighborhood. Oh, he broke into it and himself? He broke into it and he flipped it. Uh, and I guess while he was at the top of the pole, somebody called the police. Oh, oh good for him. <laughs> and he got caught climbing down the pole. What a, what a moron. What a moron. But, you know, so, there, there, there are guys that do it even today. They know how to uh, – I've had people in my industry tell me they'd come over and actually adjust they, – they knew how to go in there and jury-rig it so you could, you could get it – for nothing, yeah. you know, like, but before anybody, before the cable companies detected it. But you know that, uh, uh, you know, HBO, we had it for a little while, and they, they sent out a little TV guide publication, like a little newsletter, but it was a, it was a, it was a TV guide in a, in like a 10-page, it would give you a listing of all the movies on what day and when they repeated, and that's how I was able to keep up to date on recording shows I wanted off, off the, the cassette recorder so I could get the, <laughs> get the audio, because during the summer I could stay up late. If I missed the show at eight, I wouldn't record a movie at six o'clock at night because I know my family was upstairs walking around making noises. But if I recorded that same movie on the replay at two a.m. in the morning, then I could get a nice clean audio copy of that. But no, 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 son, I'd have to sit there and watch it because I'd have, I'd have to wake up and and record it that way. But I I wouldn't have anybody bothering me. It was nice. Yeah, I looked like I had a, I was a night owl in the summertime. Wow, what great memories we had of the good old days of our youth. Here's what the kids of today might talk about in 40 or 50 years. Hey man, do you remember when there was only 300 channels to choose from? Yeah, how lame. I could only record 15 series at a time. Well, uh, nah, I don't see that happening. I'll be right back. Thanks once again for joining me on this little walk down memory lane. I hope this podcast can spark some fond memories for you as well. I'd like to hear from you. Please feel free to email me at donald9360 at gmail.com. And join me next week when I talk about something that goes really far back. It's called the radio. 
I'm not talking about the radio that you listen to today in your car. I'm talking about before television. Radio programs that set the stage for television as we know it today. Thanks again. Stay healthy. God bless. And I'll talk to you next week on The Way Things Used to Be.